genre. All right. Are you guys ready? How do you feel? Oh, yeah. I feel good. I'm loose. All right. All right. Make sure I have my notes for the correct day. <laughs> I I totally wrote last week's minutes out of order, not meaning to. I just, I handwrite them, and I skipped a page, and then realized that I, it was a mess. So, this is better. We, we solemnly swear we're up to no good. good. fan podcast that's overanalyzing the Harry Potter movies one spider-filled minute at a time. I'm Gary Roby. I'm Draco. And we are very happy to have Eric and Travis from uh, the Watchmen Minute with us this week. Welcome, guys. Hey, thank you for having us. Yeah, it's good to be here. Thank you for being here. I think it's going to be exciting. Um, Normally, at the beginning of, like, when we have new guests on, we like to ask all the, like, Harry Potter information, but... uh, Eric, you said you haven't seen the movies before, so I I can't grill you on like what house you should be in and all that stuff. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I guess not. I mean, I mean, the, but the only thing is, I did read the first book. A oh, long there you go. Time ago. <laughs> I mean, like just got a little bit of a little out. bit of knowledge. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, Travis, do you do you know your like Hogwarts house and all that stuff? I don't want to talk about it. Aww. Oh. <laughs> I'm I'm Slytherin, and my Patronus is a rat. Aww. That that, that is a very Slytherin appropriate. It doesn't bode well. Yeah. But I dig my my wand. It's like Hazelwood and... uh, Nice. I want to say Phoenix Core. I forget. That's cool. Yeah. That's really cool. The Phoenix Phoenix Feather Core seem to be pretty rare for people we've talked to. Um, So that's rad. Today, today we're here talking about just spi- this whole week is just more spiders. We warned everyone <laughs> on Friday, but uh, minute one hundred twenty-one starts with uh, with an ancient creature. He says, and it ends with uh, with fresh meat. Uh, we so we have this this big practical spider, Aragog, that Hagrid sent the boys to come meet uh, in the forest, and they're having this like discussion. I I, I don't want to like. God, I feel like I should, I'm sure Eric, you have a bunch of questions and I don't know where to like start with the like, <laughs> how should we explain what's going on here kind of deal. Hagrid got blamed for something being loose in the castle 50 years ago when he was a student, a monster. monster. And, uh, and Harry in like a flashback, well, like, a, yeah, I guess it's called a flashback that happened not that long ago, saw this like spider and sa- Hagrid sent him into the forest to meet him. And now we have this giant... Do we call do we call Aragog king of the spiders? He's king, king of, the spiders. of the arachnids. Yeah. This just uh giving us some good information. Um he says that he's not he was defended last week when Harry asked if he was the monster and he said no. Like monsters fear this thing above all else. They spiders flee before it. Yes. That's what he said. Something like that, right? Yeah. I forget how much spider stuff did you guys have last week? Just a couple well um 
we didn't really get into the forest until like Tuesday, Wednesday, but we just saw Aragog. Like we heard Aragog on Thursday, but we saw him for the first time Friday. Oh, okay. Okay. But we got most of this like revelation. Um, Hagrid, we, Aragog has told us so far that Hagrid has not, was not the one who opened the Chamber of Secrets and that he himself is not the monster that was found inside of it. Right. Um, but the rest of the conversation really comes here. He, Harry asks if, if he had seen the monster and Aragog says no. He saw, no. Aragog says, I saw nothing except for the inside of the box that Hagrid kept me in. <laughs> yeah. But I don't, didn't we see him scurry out of the box? Yeah. Right? Like, yeah, he like took off out of the box. I think uh, he means like he only saw like, you know, the box and then as he was fleeing the castle, basically nothing, you know, of import, you know. He, he makes it sound like Hagrid brought him here. Like, maybe he found him outside the castle and then was like, oh, well, you maybe, can live in the woods. Maybe there was a, an evacuation plan set up. He's <laughs> like, if anything bad happens, he's Go like, you're, you got to take off and you're meet me here. And I'm going to show up and then I'll tell you, take you somewhere. Did Hagrid build his own hut? I would almost, I would believe that he did, but. Yeah, I was just thinking, like, the, the, the Hagrid's hut didn't exist when Hagrid was a student. Like, yeah. so, like. Hagrid built it. Maybe. Maybe it could be like the, uh, uh, what is he? He, The keeper of. Keeper of keys. Yes. Or, or is it grounds? Groundskeeper or game master. I forget what his titles are. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it's a groundskeeper Groundskeeper house. But but maybe that's like, maybe it was like a former, there was a, there was another groundskeeper pre. Yeah. Yeah. Like maybe that's just the groundskeeper's quarters, you know? Exactly. Gotcha. Maybe. Interesting. It was just like, go until you see the hut and then <laughs> further into the forest. Well, yeah. the only problem with that is the hut is is made, it seems like, for Hagrid? Or That's does, true. Or does he seem... Uh, does he have the duck to go into that doorway? I think he does. <laughs> so maybe it wasn't built for him and he just got new furniture? Maybe. <laughs> He's like, I'm, I need new furniture. He's like, I'm, like, I'm, I'm too fitness. big for all this stuff. You Ooh. call this a house? Yeah. Oh my god. Oh yeah. <laughs> Lucius Malfoy, such, such a jerk. A jerk. Mm-hmm. So, so I just I love, despite this conversation that's going on, I really love watching Ron in all of the sequences this week. <laughs> His terror face. I, His face. Oh. I feel it so much. He tried to. He saw that's like the only one face of these he has, spiders. right? Yeah. Just the best Seems scared like it. face. That's all I know. It's so good. It's so good. If there's He's, not food in his mouth, uh-huh. you know. Yeah. He saw this spider crawling around last week and he, or on Friday and he tried to, like, bug Harry about it. Harry shushed him. <laughs> yeah. Of course. Like like a parent on the phone or something. <laughs> and then now Ron's, like, trying to trying to get his attention again. And he's like, what? Yeah. Yeah, he turns around and he sounds so impatient. Like, I know. what? Like, what do you want? No, Harry's... Well, yeah, so, like... Because Ron's just here because... Because Harry wanted to, like, investigate... What Hagrid led them to. Yeah, he's got I mean, he's got Harry's back. Yeah. Did did they have to go immediately after like <laughs> he gave them that clue at well, night? Could they have been like, let's wait until daylight to go yeah, into the forest? Yeah. You well, know, that would have been the smart thing to do. But they did have to follow the spiders, and the spiders were there. Were there? Were there yeah. then? Yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, Unless the spiders are just still pouring out of it just const- constantly mm. streaming well, remember out of there were spiders hut. leaving hogwarts as well that's so true yeah. like, so that's kind of why like i don't buy what aragog says about uh knowing what the monster is 
Because he says that he never saw it, but if he knows that they're afraid of it, then he should know what it is. Yeah, why yeah. You know? why why do they fear it above all others if you don't know what it is? Right. People always fear what they don't know. Maybe it's just like an instinctive thing. Like that's why like just any spiders that they come across are just like fleeing from the castle. Could like be, yeah. something is stirring. Their spider and... sense is tingling. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, well, they know that this thing just inhabits the castle in general. I mean, is it in the castle in general or is it in certain yeah, spots a... that goes from place to place within the castle? <laughs> no one knows <laughs> where this monster, this thing seems to be. But, like, attacks have happened kind of sporadically. People have been petrified by whatever this thing is. And, uh, it, it was, you know, it's the whole, like, it's supposed to be the monster inhabits the Chamber of Secrets, and the Chamber of Secrets was built, like, back when the school was founded. But at the beginning of the movie, everyone thought that it was, like, a myth. Like, this thing doesn't actually exist. Like, there's nothing, there's nothing to be afraid of. So, um, the attacks are still happening really sporadically, but... We do get some information. Does he mention in this minute? Yeah, that uh, the the body of the girl who died was discovered in a bathroom. So we have yeah. a little bit oh, of a yeah. lead that we're given here. I um, forget. Is it then? Is it pretty obvious then when he says that who it is? Um, I, I think for us who are like watching and like scrutinizing like this, yes. But Harry yeah. doesn't put it together for another sure week or something okay. on the show. Okay. Yeah, but I feel sometimes Harry can be pretty damn dense. <laughs> He's yeah, a bit dense. Harry, I don't <laughs> right? think Harry figures it out until after we get Hermione's note next oh, week. Oh, that's right. I, yeah. I feel like if Hermione was there with them, she, she would like, know oh, right now. Like, yeah, oh my yeah, God. Yeah. Her body was discovered in the bathroom. Oh my God, I it's, know who it is. I know who it is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. These two guys. Like, nope. Not so much. <laughs> also, Hermione would probably get them out of there a lot quicker. Yeah, like, yeah. I think we should go, yeah. Harry. <laughs> All these spiders are terrifying to me, you guys. They're like as big as your head. (laughs) Some even bigger than that. Yeah. Um, So did you guys talk about, uh, since he, since Aragog started speaking last week, did you guys talk about his voice? (gasps) Oh, yes. We did. We mentioned uh, uh, the the, the great Julian Glover. Yeah, yeah. That was a big surprise to me. Um, Yeah. I didn't know until, like, I... So many of the people that are, like, just voices or background characters are all... I mean, they're all these great British actors, but, yeah. you know, the majority of them are people that are, like, we know them because of, like, they've been in Doctor Who. <laughs> right, Nine right, times really. out of ten. And so it's really cool to get someone that, like, oh, like, I've seen you in Star Wars and in Indiana yeah. Jones, like... My other stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This guy's just done a bunch of big franchise work. It's great. Sure. Although, what, he does have Doctor Who... He does right, have too. eight episodes of Doctor <laughs> of Oh, does he? Yes, he does. Yep. Yes, right we on. found that out too, which made me happy. Yeah, yeah no, um, it, it was a genuine surprise. Like I've seen this movie dozens of times, and it never occurred to me that someone is voicing Aragog. I just, I guess, I just always accepted that you know the spider's talking. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. You know how sometimes credit, you credit just you just buy into what you're seeing, and you don't think about like, oh, mm-hmm. that's a big fake rubber spider, you know? Yeah. Um, and I, I, I think Aragog really holds up you know, beautifully here, especially. Yeah, I was yes. going to ask you how you guys feel about like how Aragog looks and like whether he's sufficiently like intimidating, uh, in, in, in particular in these shots when we see him like towering above the boys. Mm. Should we don't get a good, we got the good shot of him coming out of 
his hollow yesterday, but we don't get a really good full body Aragog again. I don't think. Yeah. It's pretty much it at the end of this minute, I think, or Yeah, yeah. There is there is the last like couple seconds of this minute where you see him again. He's so this uh this puppet is huge. I love that they actually built Aragog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um we we touched on it briefly last week, but Chris Columbus was really really worried that all the spider stuff here was going to come off as like being silly and and kind of uh like I don't say cartoony necessarily, but like if you go back and watch a lot of like classic horror movies or whatever that have like giant spiders attacking, sure. like it all looks really it, it looks really silly. It looks really dated. And so yeah. like he he was so worried that it was going to take people out of the movie, that people were going to, like, find it funny and laugh at it when it's supposed to be, like, a spooky scene. So they, like, went all in on the, like, creepy factor. They built Aragog, <laughs> and he has, like... Like, his legs are, like, have, like, hair sewn oh, into yeah. them so that mm-hmm. you he has the... Te- just, I think, well, I think, the, I, think the... it, I think it's really good. <laughs> yeah, I do, too. I think the filming of it's great. He's It helps. He's shrouded in darkness, and he's got these, you know, giant black shiny you know black eyes like a doll's yeah. eyes um you know, these <laughs> these eyes that just look great and um and i think it also helps that you every time you hear him it's not like they show his mouth you know you just yeah. hear this voice and you're assuming that he's speaking you know through conventional means of you know through a mouth but um, what if he's not right? It, yeah, it could be. <laughs> I've psych- literally never. I've literally. That's even more terrifying. <laughs> Telepathic spiders. We like sort of touched on it on Friday. That's what I mentioned I last even, week. I, I was didn't all, even really consider cause, it because I said the same yeah. thing. I go, he doesn't have a mouth. I go, and a mouth isn't moving. I go, and a spider does have a mouth, but it's like mandibles yeah Yeah. exactly and i'm like that'd be kind of hard to like form words because they don't have lips or anything i said what if it's a telepathic spider and i'm all like and they (laughs) and they assume that he's talking because they can hear it but it's kind of like when you see like in some shows or movies or whatever they don't even realize that it's a telepathic thing i think yeah i think the cutting back and forth between aragog and harry listening Mm -hmm. um also leads us, the viewer, to think that he's, like, vocalizing this out loud. But right. I guess he yeah. doesn't have to be. No, not at all. Um, hmm. it, but Aragog would have to, like, Ron is also hearing this, right? Like, he might not be listening sure. in the way Harry, because Harry's, but like, he, intently paying attention to what's yeah, happening. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's, he's not more focusing focused. on every, well, Ron's more terrified about all the spiders descending from the sky. <laughs> he's like, um, they're kind of, they're kind of converging around us. We're sort of surrounded now. Yeah, you never let yourself get surrounded like that. Come on now. No. <laughs> yeah. Gonna have a bad time. I like I like when Ron points out all the spiders to Harry and Harry <laughs> goes, Uh, thank you. Yeah. Um I think we're we'll going just yeah, we'll go. be going now. <laughs> I do <laughs> like that. Go. I think not. Yeah. I I every time I watch this, I always feel betrayed when Aragog, you know, when when he turns out to, you know, essentially be a villain. I mean, I, yeah. I was look, looking up, you know, uh, through like the wiki and stuff like that. And they do classify Aragog as a villain. And it always, you know, I always feel bad about villain, that because yeah, I villain seems too harsh a term for Aragog. Yeah. Like, cause he's still providing them with information and he is a friend of Hagrid's even if, and, and he's not attacking them. He's just not helping them either. Yeah. 
Yeah. He didn't think, tell he didn't tell them like, "Oh, go attack these boys." Yeah. They yeah. they're just like they just see that this is something that they can eat. That maybe that's maybe this happens every time. Like Hagrid comes out here and, and he all says, the yeah. kids start surrounding but him. But he, he and can Aragog himself that. is like, "No, no you're going right. to let him go." This yeah. one, this one, you can't touch. Uh-huh. But he said, like, but, I can't tell them they can't take you because th- I don't, I don't have know any- you. Yeah, I don't know you like that. Sorry, yeah. buddy. You're not my buddy. You're not. <laughs> Something I just thought about since we know, you know, with classifying him as a villain, it, it would put him, you know, think about the Battle of Hogwarts and we see spiders, you know, and when those are, mm. you know, these spiders. And if Aragog had, you know, lived that long, would he have been, would he have fought against <gasps> Hagrid or would he have, you know, um, would he have swayed it the other way? Yeah. I, oh. I think that Aragog would have been on Hagrid's side. I think if like, Hagrid think... would have went to him uh-huh. and said, hey, like, like I this we is need coming. help and this is going to yeah. happen. And if like your forest will be run with whatever death eaters and whoever else come out and fight for our side so that like nothing will change basically everything will Mm. go back to the way it was or whatever Mm. i could see that yeah i could too because him and haggard go so far back and he he seems to have like you know it's it's a respect for him yeah absolutely oh man (laughs) could you imagine aragog during the battle of hogwarts like oh that'd be awesome yeah. I, I, hey, uh, just two conflicting ideas that have been in my head this week because we're in the forest is like when Harry and Voldemort have the final showdown in the forest, uh, before when, when Hagrid's been taken captive, I just, Aragog just shows up and takes down Voldemort himself yeah. <laughs> or, or the Screw wild car, guy. the Ford Anglia just like drives through the, just <laughs> crashes through <laughs> Voldemort and it's just over. Runs him over yeah, never like, like a the... speed bump. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll solve everything. There's a lot in this forest that could help them. And yeah, it and that's why I like, you know, I like that Harry, you know, that he has allies in the forest. Like, you know, the centaurs. And um, that's why yeah. I like thinking that Aragog is, is, you know, an ally. But, yeah. It's an uneasy, it's an uneasy thing, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Do, do the centaurs and the, the spiders, like, like, Aragog, they just, like, leave each other alone? It's just like, nah, you do your thing, and I'm gonna do I think thing. that that's <laughs> just the way life in the Forbidden Forest is. Everyone just is, is like, nope, we're just gonna mind my own business over here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we won't mess with you, and you don't mess with us. Yeah. yeah. Wait, wait a second, you said it's the Forbidden Forest? Yeah, this yes. is this is the forbidden forest they call it. So, so of course, in any movie or story, when something's called forbidden, it has to be everyone to go involved there. and gone into. And oh yeah, the kids go there. Yeah. We talked about this a little Quite bit a on bit. Friday, but like, yeah. the forest is where the kids go to like get the revelation they need, like the key piece of information that's going to propel us to the end mm-hmm. of the movie. Because in in Sorcerer's Stone, it's the same thing. We go looking for we have detention, but we go looking for the. Uh, the unicorn mm-hmm. that's that's been hurt and we find Voldemort and like yeah. it that's what leads to them going into like beneath the trapdoor after that and then like the information that Harry takes from Aragog here is going to lead directly to them getting into the chamber in a couple weeks um so it's interesting that like it's it's I, I described it sort of as like a hero's journey-esque thing that like you have to leave your home to find the information you need to like save it and yeah. uh right so I, I don't know i find that effective we get them outside the castle for a little bit 
to to give them information that they're going to take back to the castle to like win the day. Yeah. If they can survive the spiders. <laughs> the odds are not in their favor. No. Um, did you guys talk about the Aragog's name? No, no, we didn't actually. So it have... looks like it comes from you know Era, which comes from Arachnid. Kind of makes makes yeah. sense. Um, and then Gog and yeah, Gog is like a biblical name. Um, mm. Possibly it says possibly derived from the Greek word agog, meaning leader. Um, and then in let's see. It says the Gog prophecy is meant to be fulfilled at the approach of what is called the end of days, but not necessarily the end of the world. And it says Christianity's interpretation is more starkly apocalyptic, making Gog and Magog allies of Satan against God at the end of the millennium, um, as can be read in the book of Revelation, apparently. Interesting. Yeah. That's wild. So yeah, so you know, he so he's he's the leader of the the spiders. Satan spiders. The arachnids. Yeah. The the devil spiders. Oh no. <laughs> I don't I don't like spiders, you guys. No? This is a tense uh No, 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 I don't. <laughs> I, I was gonna think about it and be like, well, like I understand that spiders are like a beneficial like uh like I don't they're not insects, arachnid, but when I find one in my, if I find one in my room, it's not, I'm not pleased about it. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, I don't think I like spiders. I know people who do. I have a friend of mine who, like, collects, like, like tarantulas and things. Like, oh, wow. raises them. Yeah. yeah, and it's just not my thing. No, thank you. Yeah, I, I think even of... the CGI spiders look really good in this minute. Like, descending oh, yeah. from the. Yeah. It's really, it's really impressive considering this movie came out. 15 years ago yeah i have a like a weird not not weird relationship with spiders that sounds weird to say um <laughs> but like i you know as a kid i saw arachnophobia mm-hmm. and you know it had a uh, you know it worked on me <laughs> like sure it, you know i was then terrified of spiders for the longest time and we the house we lived in you know had a creepy basement full of spiders that kind of thing so i was like lived in fear of spiders as a kid um and then in like middle school uh, you know science biology class they they brought in a tarantula mm. and it was kind of like if you want to hold it you can and so i you know had heard about the idea of like if you, you know, confront your fear that kind of thing you can kind of you can get over it kind of thing so yeah i held this tarantula and kind of ever since i've been like i don't you know I, I like spiders. Um, I, I you know, appreciate them for the job that they do. And yeah. now, like, I'm fine with like cohabitating with them. I, you know, I'm, I, if I find one in the house, I try to scoop it up and you know toss it outside. That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I try not to kill them if I can avoid it. You know, so it's it definitely goes a long way. Like, especially you know, like I said, you know, handling them just really helped me out so yeah that's part of like why i wanted these minutes just because i i find now that i i'm fascinated by them i love you know looking at them and yeah yeah i'm really impressed with how they look in this movie going back i remember being really afraid of this sequel like i like 
both when I read it as a kid and then like seeing this like on the big screen for the first time, I remember like I think like actually being like terrified of these spiders. Like a lot of the action in the next few minutes is really frantic and <laughs> And there are a lot of them, and it, for the most part, it's really convincing. Um, but now, like, yeah, I could now watching this, it's just like I have such an appreciation with like the the technique of like pulling this off, right? Like, it's impressive that for the most part, like I think the next few minutes, like, all looks really good. Oh, I agree. For two thousand three, like it's neat. Yeah, I'm excited. Oh, there's so much. Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, I was just gonna say interesting that uh, I couldn't remember what year this came out, but oh, I think it's um, actually I think I misspoke. I think it's 2002. Is it okay? It so so 15, the same... we passed the 15 year mark in November. Okay, oh, that's right. Like right around the time when you guys started yeah. releasing. Yeah. Um, I. It's interesting because um, I think Two Towers was also 2002. And you know, or I'm thinking, uh, Return of the King has yeah the, uh, has know, Shelob, uh-huh. Shelob. So it's interesting that you have, you know, large spiders in both movies, but they they look completely different. They're used completely different. You know, it mm-hmm. doesn't feel like, uh, you know, one is visually ripping off the other or anything like that. So nice. Yeah, it's really interesting. Have. Like those two franchises beginning and like running pretty concurrently, and they're both big critically acclaimed fantasy franchises but they they don't have any it doesn't feel like there's any like cross-pollination that's happening in that sort of sense like they're they're both distinct enough like the i don't even the way that like like magic and wizards and things like i think the easiest comparison to draw is like gandalf and dumbledore but they're both very different wizards oh yeah yeah just it's i don't know it's interesting to me i like it i love both of these franchises actually if uh if there were enough hours in the day i would talk about lord of the rings with cass and norman (laughs) all the time yeah um i don't know i don't think i had any more notes for this particular minute just harry trying to trying to say that i will just um we'll just go (laughs) Try, trying to do like one of those uh, backwards walking out of a room type uh-huh. of thing. Like, all right. All cool. right. It was nice to meet you. I hope that you and your family are well. It's time for us to be Give your wife the old my dusty regards. trail. I'll tell Hagrid you said hi. Is there a Mrs. Hi. Aragog? There is a Mrs. Aragog. Her name, we don't ever meet her. I don't think either in the books or the movie. I don't think we even actually like meet her in the books, but her name, according to the Harry Potter wiki page, is Mosag, M-O-S-A-G. <laughs> and uh, while you were talking about the, the etymology of, um, of Aragog's name earlier, I was looking up Mosag, and it says that her name is the Gaelic word, which means dirty female or Ugh. filthy. <laughs> Jeez, Isn't all that right. Awful? That is wow. pretty dang terrible. I don't think we actually see her... Um, I think she might get mentioned in the book, but like, I, I, oh God, we could get, was Mosag just like in the Forbidden Forest? Like, Aragog was a, like, Hagrid didn't have other Acromantula after Aragog, or did he? (laughs) I'm betting they met in the forest. That's my guess. Yeah. And then, and then they just, the two of them together just populated this forest with spiders. With spiders. Yep. Acromantula. She's not there because she's out busy 
hunting. Ooh. Yeah. Do you think and... she's like of equal size with Aragog? Fem- usually female in the bug kingdom, the females are always bigger. bigger. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. So she would be bigger than him for sure. Yeah. And it's usually the females, like in, in, well, not just bugs, but in a lot of things, are usually the hunters or the, or whatever. So, yeah, yeah I'm pretty sure she, her and a troop of her, her babies. Oh my God. Her out like hunting. That's cool. Yeah. Will any one of the of their kids grow well, up to be as big like as that them? size? Right. Yeah. I don't know. Aragog is Aragog is at least fifty so years really old. Special. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if any of these like I think that like I think that these are all his descendants, and so it's just yeah. there's not been the time yet. But like I don't know, like post the series or like after mm-hmm. Aragog is gone, like maybe one of the, maybe one of the descendants steps up and becomes the new, like king of the arachnids. Like I'm in charge now. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe it's crazy. Aragog dies and there's like a turf war and then like spiders are <laughs> killing spiders and it's just like Probably, massacre yeah. in the forest. Oh my, I don't know yeah, what happened. Yeah, when there's in... that uh, power vacuum, yeah, yeah. I, I imagine the, the struggle to become, you know, the, the alpha spider was probably pretty violent. That's brutal. Spider fights. That's going on. Yeah. I just, I like to think that that's going on while Harry's getting drunk with Slughorn and, and, and Hagrid. <laughs> right, there you go. <laughs> yep. There's just a war outside, like, no big deal. Spiders yeah. against spiders. Oh, that's wild. That's wild. How do you guys feel? <laughs> feel well, good. Two, two of the biggest things I think we still should talk about i mean like i noted the music yeah yeah when when the when oh the spiders goodness. are dropping down it's this high-pitched strings that really kind of help uh indicate that yeah okay they're falling they're coming down just just in case visually there was a little bit of it's, a it's, unsureness it's more about the spider that, music but then then yeah, additionally it's... though over that they layer on kind of a more of a much lower pitched uh kind of and it's not something that, that helps indicate that same thing. It's and that's that's good. Doesn't need to be, mm-hmm. but it is a kind of a uh, I don't know something of a of a creepy ish thing still. Kind of yeah, menacing, you get that sort of like that horror kind of, to- that horror movie yeah. tone of just the like there's like an ambience. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, it adds to that tension. Um, the string music when the spiders are descending is interesting because it's like it's very similar to something we've heard a few times before when we've seen the spiders like flee like okay really spiders flee before it so we so we've got like uh-huh. two different moments cool. in the movie where we've seen like sp- like rows of spiders that are traveling in one direction and the music is very similar to what's happening here but this definitely because they're like descending from above and like uh-huh. I think it's interesting, like, the strings feel higher pitch, but also you see, like, the thread of the webs, and there's just, I don't know if that's, it's John Williams, like, that's gotta be deliberate, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think anytime you have spiders, you're pretty much gonna hear some type of string instrument, violins, or, like, that is kind of the spider sound, it's just, yeah. it just, it goes together, and it makes sense, I'd, I'd, I'd be interested to hear, like, Someone do like a spider theme with like all percussions, you know, all drums, like uh, war drums or something, you know, just just to be completely different. It'd be interesting to hear. Mm-hmm. But I mean, obviously, strings work with with spiders. But yeah, when we've the 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 spider the strings as we've heard them before, I've always associated it more with like 
because it's such a fast sort of trilling sound, I've always associated with like the movement of their legs as they're walking. Yeah. It's just this kind of this eternal descending, like, like it's just like it's well, like it's like almost. Well, it's, like he was saying, like every time, no matter what it is, whether it's Harry Potter or anything else, if there's going to be a bunch of spiders, it's like you can almost like tell like what the spider music, quote unquote, would yeah. always be. All those I've heard, seen and and seen some things in which the music sounds more like, like if you're plucking the strings on a violin. Uh-huh. That, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like that, that, in. Um, amazing Spider-Man when he's in the spider chamber and they're like kind of dropping all over <gasps> Peter Parker. Yeah. They, yeah. It is kind of that plucking string yeah. sound. Yeah, yeah, where this feels more like like violins, like kind of yeah. drilling up Long, and down on the... Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting. All work, but see, it's all strings. What do they do Even for the plucking is strings. I can't recall the music in that scene. And I can't either off the top of my head right now. Someone reach out to us. Maybe I should just bug Cass and be like, Cassandra, yeah. tell me. Let's go find all the spider things and watch spider things and see what kind of music we Oh, God. I, 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 don't, <laughs> I don't need to spend the rest of my week looking into more spider stuff. <laughs> Spiders are cool. Yeah. Watch, I'll, I'll go watch Arachnophobia. I don't think I've ever seen Arachnophobia. Oh, oh I love that. Yeah. That movie's fun. John Goodman is great in it. Oh, oh yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. That's of, cool. One of his really good early ones. I yeah. like John Goodman. Jeff Daniels, he's he's awesome in it. <gasps> oh, oh yes, he's in that too. Yes, he is. Okay, yeah, he's the main. He's the. He's like the guy, uh, like John Goodman's the exterminator. Okay, and uh, yeah. and and, <laughs> and uh and and he's like the guy that lives in the house. He's like, the guy with yeah, arachnophobia. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Completely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry about that bad joke. Oh, but, but there's I'm so glad many moments in that movie in which you're like, uh. <laughs> Like, you see a spider going oh, into yeah. something in which you're like, no. It's like your worst fears, like, messing with you. <laughs> like, like the spider in your shoe and, like, that kind of yeah. thing. Uh, it just plays on all of those fears. It's just pretty The cool. popcorn one's uh, the, always the one that gets oh. me the most. Yes. That's all. No, oh, thank no. you, guys. I yeah. will avoid this. I will continue <laughs> but it's to a avoid comedy. this movie. But it's a comedy. Yeah, it's kind of a dark comedy. It's a dark comedy. Yeah. Okay. Maybe. With some horror, horror elements. At the <laughs> horror end. element. There you go. Would you guys say, um, for for uh, uh, Gary's benefit, it, it, maybe it's kind of like the the same kind of level as Ghostbusters, you know, as far as okay. you know. Yeah, there's, there's spiders that are all scary, better. but I'd agree with that. It's, yeah, it's something that's really much more comedy. Okay. Because I sure you, ha- you, haven't you, seen it for a long my time. Fear. <laughs> yeah. I probably gave it a second or third watch when I was a kid, but. After seeing the theater, yeah. <laughs> but uh, oh, yeah, to, to to go on with uh, to also do my own little personal real quick. Uh, uh, thing yeah. Like Travis did is is that I did kind of I, I think I, I think it was kind of contagious from um, my one aunt was very um, arachnophobic, and and so maybe I kind of just became a little bit just to be a little bit more like her. Um, but then sure. uh, for my freshman year in college, you know, like halfway through the year, my uh, roommate got a tarantula. And brought it in, mm. and I was really, I was really okay with it though. It, it stayed in its, it stayed in its uh, glass case, you know, when we slept at least. <laughs> um, but but he would bring it out every now and then, and and I'd be in the room with it, and I'd be fine. I don't think I ever touched it though. Yeah. Unlike you know, I... and I was, I was, I was definitely at least five years, maybe ten, five to ten years older than Travis was when he when he felt <laughs> had had the courage I, I've to. Never, uh, I've never. Yeah. 
I've never held one, but I've pet one. You've pet one? Yes. Yeah. I've pet a tarantula. <laughs> but I've never held it in my hand. I've never held a tarantula. No. Um, Victoria, I think I've told you this, but I don't know if this has come up on the podcast, but when I was a kid, because I don't, I don't think there's anyone in my family that's like particularly like arachnophobic necessarily, but my, when I was like really little, like six, seven, the, the, t- the house we were living in, we had neighbors that were living behind us on the same property and they had tarantulas, um, two of them, I think. And when they went out of town and so uh, they asked like my mom to like keep an eye on their tarantulas and uh, one of my, I was going to say one of my sisters, uh, at the time it was just my sister. Uh, I have like four of them now, but my <laughs> little sister um, decided that she wanted to like mess with it and poke it. Oh no. And she took like a, it wasn't like a stick. I think like, God, I was so little. I think, I think it was like the thing on your blinds that you turn to like ri- oh, like, like yeah. to open okay. and close the yeah, blinds yeah. i think it had like come off like so it was just that plastic that rod stick, you know basically mm-hmm. a stick. Mm-hmm. and she she basically impaled with the tarantula <gasps> oh man oh my god yeah yeah what it was hell? very very sad um and i and 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 i don't i don't remember if she got into trouble for it or not but like they got i mean they came back and they bought new tarantulas like it wasn't <laughs> some tarantulas were like really really pretty and really really yeah. rare and expensive yeah, and, expensive. Uh-huh. and so like i i don't know i don't remember if this if was like was a, a particularly special... like special spider but um i feel so like i still kind of feel guilty about it and it wasn't yeah, even my yeah. fault oh that's <laughs> awful but that, that that's my only real interaction i've had with like a like a spider that size uh, it's a long time ago that's a shame you have to poke it pretty damn hard I don't, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. She, well, I I was, where we were living at the time, like, I must have been six, which means that she would have been, like, five years old. Oh, jeez. So, like, I don't, she didn't know what she was doing either, right? No, I suppose not, but, jeez. Poor, poor tarantula. Poor tarantula. This is when you think of Home Alone when he puts the tarantula on that dude's face. (gasps) No, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, no, I don't think I want a tarantula on my face. I would be Ron in this situation. Just like, <laughs> hey, Harry. Yeah. It's like, uh, um, can, can we go home now? He was already asking to go home before this. Now he's just yeah. like, no, like, I'm just going to hightail it. Does it. Is it this week or was it, can we, doesn't he say, can we panic now at some point? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow. Oh, I'm so ready. <laughs> Uh, I think that's everything for this one. How are you guys feeling? Yeah, I'm good. Awesome. Do you want to let everyone know where they could find you guys on the internet? It's all your plugs. Um, I'm uh, part of uh, one podcast called Real Comic Heroes, and it's real with two E's. And if you just search that, you'll you'll find my show there, and and we cover uh, comic book movies and other geeky movies and we're going chronologically uh, revisiting them uh, we started in the 50s with superman and the mole men mm. and we've oh, been wow. progressing uh progressing you know down the list and currently we're in the in the 80s like in the late 80s we just did uh predator so that was our most recent That's episode cool. so yeah so we're um, it's a lot of fun and then eric and i do a show yeah <laughs> why don't you tell them about that eric 
Yeah, Watchmen Minute, we're doing pretty much the same thing as uh, Gary and Victoria are. Uh, one minute at a time, watching the director's cut uh, 2009 Watchmen, Watchmen movie by Zack Snyder. Um, based on the uh, 80, mid-80s, uh, gra- one of the best graphic novels of all time uh, by Alan Moore and Dave Gibbons. Um, and, it's so good. Yeah, it's, and we already had uh, Gary and Victoria <laughs> on our show and look forward to hearing more sucks. from them, I think, later too, even. Um, yeah. yeah, I think you guys were on for minutes 51 yeah. through 55, so. I think so. Yeah. It was a good time. I had a lot of fun. It's funny. We get people that'll tell us, all, like, that have told us so many times, like, oh, if we weren't doing the movie we were, we, we would do we would do Harry Potter. And, yeah. and Victoria and I talked about Watchmen, mm-hmm. like, a couple times uh, after we started Harry Potter because it was just, like, this was, like, that was, like, her her movie that was, like, oh, my God, I love this so much kind of deal. And, uh, yeah. and so I was glad that we were able to, like, hang out and chit-chat about Watchmen for, for, for a few minutes with you guys, too. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone, of course, can find us at DuelingGenre.com, uh, on Facebook at Harry Potter Minute and the Listener's Army, and on Twitter at HP Minute. And then you can come back tomorrow for Minute 100... Oh my god, 122. We are plucking right along, Victoria. 122. Uh, we wrap up every minute, you guys, by saying Mischief Managed, if you'd like to join us in that. Absolutely. Mischief, Mischief Managed. managed.